Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Welcome to this training on the four techniques that you can use to overcome performance anxiety. In it, we're going to talk about what performance anxiety is, the signs and symptoms of performance anxiety, and then get right into the techniques. So let's get started. To begin, we're going to talk about the definition of performance anxiety. So have you ever been about to do something when suddenly your heart starts to race, your hands and knees begin to tremble, and you just feel like the only way out is to run away? Well, if that's the case, then it's pretty good chances that you've been dealing with performance anxiety, especially if this has been directly related to your sport. So you've experienced that feeling of wanting to run away, incredible nervousness, trembling hands, going into a practice or going into competition. Then that's a very good chance that you right now are dealing with performance anxiety. So When we talk about performance anxiety, we can break it down into three different factors. Now, the reason that we need to break it down into three different factors is because this helps us understand how performance anxiety happens, right? It helps us understand why it forms, what the process is like. The reason we need to break the process down is because then we can look at it and say, okay, which part of this, which aspect can I change, which is then going to help me reduce the anxiety that I feel. So when we're talking about performance anxiety, it's broken down into three different factors. You have cognition, so the worries that you experience when having to perform. These are going to be worrying about not being perfect, fear of making a mistake, fear of embarrassment, and fear of negative self-evaluation. Then next is going to come the autonomic arousal. These are going to be the physical symptoms that are felt in an anxious situation. So, so far what we have is cognition. Cognition, when it comes to performance anxiety, is you seeing a situation. So for you in terms of performance anxiety with your sport, you see competition, right? You see the other team, you see the field, and then your brain responds. You start to have these worries. You worry about making a mistake, not being perfect. You worry about embarrassing yourself in front of some family members that are there, right? That is cognition. You see something, and then you have a thought. Now, that thought is going to lead to the autonomic arousal. The autonomic arousal, it's a very fancy term, but all you pretty much need to think about is that nervous feeling you get, those shaky hands, maybe trembling, lightheadedness, right? And those are going to be some physical symptoms that we're going to talk about in a second. But that right there, that's the process we're working with so far. We have cognition, so the thoughts you have in response to the anxious, anxious situation, and then the autonomic arousal, the feelings that you get. Now, the third factor is going to be the behavioral response. Now, the behavioral response are the actions that will follow the two previous factors, right? This is where a lot of times we see avoidance happen. We see some self-sabotaging behavior happen because you have the cognition, you have the thought related to the anxious situation. So you see the field, right? You see that. You feel anxiety. And then after that, you feel it. You feel those physical symptoms. That right there is something that, if it's experienced over and over again, becomes a point of fear. And sometimes it gets to the point where you simply fear that feeling more than you actually fear what may happen. But nonetheless, the response is going to be more than likely avoidance, where you may just want to run away. That's where we talked about in the beginning. You feel like all you can do is run away. Or more than likely, what's going to happen is some self-sabotaging behavior, because you're not going to want to just honestly quit your sport because that's too hard. And that's not actually what you want to do. You want to overcome this. You still think deep down, I love playing. I want to play well. I want to succeed, but there's too much anxiety there. So your subconscious comes into play 
And that's where self-sabotaging happens. Maybe you start to perform below your potential because you're trying to avoid the situation and get benched, meaning if you were to get benched, you're not actually quitting your sport, but you're saving yourself from your anxiety. That's why we have to break these down into three different factors because we can see, okay, which of these can we actually work to improve? And what we first begin to notice is that it's probably going to have to do with the cognition, the thoughts that you have in response to the anxious situation. We're going to hit it at the core. And that's really where the four techniques we're going to talk about are pretty much going to be focused. So the symptoms of performance anxiety are going to be broken down into behavioral responses and then also physical symptoms. So the behavioral responses are avoidance, flight, engaging in alcohol or drug use to cope with the anxiety, quitting the activity that causes anxiety and losing all ambition due to fear of performance anxiety. So that first one, avoidance, that's what I said already. You know, you feel like you just want to avoid the situation when you're feeling anxious. Um, Another one on here that I think really affects a lot of athletes is losing ambition due to fear of performance anxiety. When you struggle with performance anxiety and those feelings become so great, they really overshadow any joy that you feel when playing. So then what's likely to happen is you're going to lose all ambition to train. You're going to lose all ambition to perform because do you actually enjoy competing anymore? Not as much as you used to because what's really overshadowing that is that fear of performance anxiety and those unsettling feelings that come when you're really anxious due to training or due to performing. And then we have the physical symptoms, which are rapid heartbeat, trembling hands and knees, shaky voice, dizziness, blurred vision, and lightheadedness, right? Those are all just the typical feelings you get when you're nervous, when you're anxious. That's just your body's response, that autonomic arousal that we talked about, where you are seeing that anxious situation, your body is responding, right? So that's how you know, okay, this this is really when anxiety is happening. You feel these symptoms, then you have your behavioral response, right? But that's not helping you can play your best. And that's also sucking the joy out of the game. Hence why you want to avoid. Hence why you lose all the ambition, right? So we have to do something about this. And that is where these four techniques to manage performance anxiety come into play. Through these techniques, you can work to overcome that anxiety and reclaim the joy over competing. And not only that, but you can actually lead yourself to play better because anxiety is going to hold you back. Anxiety makes you play with a foot on the brake, right? You are holding yourself back, afraid to make a mistake. So by working through that anxiety, we can really help to free yourself and allow you allow you to perform more confidently. So technique number one is to accept your pre-performance nerves. By always trying to convince yourself that the nerves are not there or by focusing so much on getting rid of them, you're only adding fuel to the flame. I was guilty of this a lot, right? I, I saw my anxiety and I was so afraid of it and I hated it so much that Number one, I try to convince myself it wasn't real and it wasn't there. But then in addition to that, before every game, I would just focus so much on, okay, I can't be nervous. I don't want to be nervous. I hope I'm not nervous. And I was just focusing on that. But when we understand focus and attention, when we focus on something, even if it's something we don't want, we are just increasing the energy given to that thing. So by focusing on your anxiety, you are only making it worse. That's why the first step when you're really wanting to work through performance anxiety is you just simply have to accept your performance anxiety. And then technique number two is to prepare, 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 right? The more prepared you are, the less anxious you're going to feel and the more confident you're going to feel. Because not being familiar with an activity makes having confidence very difficult. But by being prepared, you are doing all you can both physically and mentally to be ready. The more prepared you feel, the less anxious you're going to feel, right? So you have to ask yourself, even outside of your practices, if you know that you're anxious, Is there work you can be doing outside of formal practices to make sure that you're that much more prepared come game time because you know you are struggling with this performance anxiety? 
Now, technique number three is to use some visualization. Within visualization, we're going to use visualization for relaxation and for confidence. Both of these are going to really be based on the same principle of visualization, which is to imagine a scene and bring emotion into it. The only difference is visualization for relaxation is where you imagine a scene outside of your sport, something that you just really enjoy, right? Walking in nature, hanging out with your dog, hanging out with your family, whatever it is, it really makes you feel relaxed. And outside of games and outside of practice, you imagine that and you spend some time visualizing it. You see it, you feel the emotion of relaxation. And then the more you strengthen that memory and that scene in your mind, then right before game time, what you can do is imagine that scene. And if you visualized it enough, that scene is going to automatically bring with it feelings of relaxation. So when you're feeling anxious, you imagine this scene and immediately it calms you down. On the other hand, we have visualization for confidence. The same concept applies, right? You are seeing something in detail and bringing emotion into it. But with this, you're more than more likely going to be imagining your skills, right? So if you get really nervous as a baseball player, for example, when you're up to bat, well, you're going to visualize yourself hitting and you're going to visualize yourself succeeding when you hit. And that's going to build that confidence through that memory. And then also right before a game starts, you can just imagine some past successes. And that's a form of visualization that really helps reduce anxiety because it boosts your confidence in the moment. And then technique number four is to just let go of expectations. Expectations are the ideas that you have about something, right? So this may seem like a positive way of thinking, but it's actually holding you back and causing more anxiety. The more expectations you feel to perform well, if you already are struggling with a little anxiety, is only going to make that anxiety worse. Now you've said, I'm only good enough if I perform this well. While you may actually believe that to be true, you have to then ask yourself, okay, well, if I want that expectation of that outcome, how do I get there? You're not going to get there by holding on to that expectation come game time. You're going to get there by letting go of that expectation and just simply turning your attention onto the process and allowing yourself to perform. So individually, these techniques are going to be of an incredible value to you. But when you combine them, right, when you say, I'm going to accept my pre-performance nerves, I'm going to prepare, 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 I'm going to use visualization, and then come game time, I'm going to let go of expectations. When you do that, it is going to have a tremendous impact on your ability to reduce performance anxiety. So put these into practice and watch as the anxiety reduces from your game and you're able to play more freely and confidently. If you've had any experience with performance anxiety and pretty much ways that you can reduce it, I would love to know those, so please share those in the comments below. I hope you enjoyed this training and you're going to be able to put these techniques into practice in reducing performance anxiety for yourself. Now, in the description below, there's a link to a free training on how to compete with a championship mindset. In that training, I talk about what a championship mindset is, why you need a championship mindset, and then I walk you through step-by-step an exercise that you can do to really uncover your specific and personal championship mindset. So go ahead and click the link in the description and watch that free training. Thank you for watching and I wish you the best of success in all that you do. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.